Welcome to Entrepreneur Nines. I'm John Wist. And I'm Bonnie Mace. We are two Enneagram Nines who took the big leap into the world of entrepreneurship at a similar time. And this podcast is a space where we're inviting you to laugh and learn with us as we work to build businesses with soul. This is episode 35. 35. 35. And John and I are so honest, we have to tell you this is the second time we've done the intro. Yep, because I didn't even um super fans can go back and tally how often this happens <laughs> it's far too often it is far too often i apologize i will figure out a way to keep myself accountable for this in the you future you would think because you would think we'd both notice because the button is large shrieking red and rectangular <laughs> and when it's not recording it is green and when it is recording it is red yeah it's not Oops. subtle yeah but that's okay. We only got like five minutes. No, not even. That not long. even. Like three yeah, minutes. In. Yeah, yeah. We did not. There's been longer times. Let's let's face yeah, it. Yeah, there's been so. like almost whole episodes. <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about it. <laughs> All right. So today, today we are gonna do a little work like a nine role play. Yeah, like almost like a little case study mm-hmm. of what it might be like to sit in uh, a work like a nine session. Mm-hmm. Which I was just thinking. And I didn't mention this in our practice run. Our practice run. Um, <laughs> that um, we we probably we probably could do a recorded version of some of our meetings that we have mm-hmm. and share a little bit of that on the podcast That's at some true. point. So we might do that. Um, we'll obviously get with permission permission from a lot of our folks first. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so little case that we we had a question come in that's very business related, Mm -hmm. business specific. And so thought it might be a good uh, opportunity to just take that question and kind of treat it like a a hot seat. Mm -hmm. Um, And do you want to kind of just run through the, what? Yeah, no, I can run through the, oh no, sorry. So inside joke that just became an inside joke. (laughs) Bonnie has a different name for hot seats, but she's not going to say it because she feels like it's very silly. Um, um, or are you going to say it? I can say it. Okay. I was thinking about in her practice run when John was being so serious, I started <laughs> chuckling to myself because I was like, well, it's nines. We don't want to sit in a hot seat. We want to sit in like an attention beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got to be comfortable and relaxed and but yeah. also like have your attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. in my safe, cozy space. Yeah. Um, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Okay. What were you actually seriously going to ask before you, I started oh, losing my you, professionalism? No, it's okay. It's all right. Um, we have fun. We're supposed <laughs> to have fun here. Um, do you want to just talk about the difference between like a hot seat and a Q&A? Yeah, I do. Because okay. I think they sound the same on, on paper. Sure. However, they are a bit different. They in are. that the hot seat is going to be questions submitted ahead of time. Yep. And so it gives John and I a little bit of time because we are facilitating <clears throat> yep. um, the group. It gives us time to do a little bit of research, come up with some resources for you that we can give to you and the group. Yeah. And then it also allows all the other voices in the room to chime in as they feel so led or if they have something to contribute or if they have something that works for them. Um, It gives like ample space to really dig into a complex question. Yeah. hundred percent. Whereas the Q and a is probably going to be a bit more surface. Sure. Quick answers, quick question. Like why, what do you guys do to work around the fact that the meta business suite doesn't allow you to schedule reels? What do you do about that? Yeah. And then we can give like surface answers to that really yeah. quickly. So that and we want to get through a lot of them. We yeah. want like that. We want that time to be getting through as many questions as we can in the time mm-hmm. that we have allotted ourselves because mm-hmm. we know, I, don't, I know from experience, like 
there's just going to be questions every time. Yeah. And the hot seat's going to bring some of those up, but there's just going to be questions you walk in with every single time. Mm -hmm. And we don't want you to walk away feeling like you didn't get an opportunity Mm -hmm. to ask something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Um, So we're going to play this question. Uh, This is from one of our listeners. His name is David. Uh, We know David, uh, but um, he asked a really good question about... um, gaining clients and so what we're going to do is we're going to listen to the question and then we're going to kind of address it as we would in a hot seat so uh here we go this is from david what would you suggest as far as gaining at least one client so that i can start having revenue so on the surface kind of a simple mm-hmm. short question um but under the surface there's a lot here mm-hmm. so um, I would say, first of all, let's I'll give you, I'll just give you a little bit more background on David's question. So David's, he is looking at being kind of in the security space mm-hmm. within real estate. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's not a p- place that either of us have I've never <laughs> expertise in. offered this service. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I do think uh, we can kind of apply some of the things that we've learned so far in business Mm -hmm. to still to his situation. So um, first of all, I would just say something that we've talked about a lot recently and both I think on the podcast and also just behind the scenes is like, you know, what's the problem? And like, even in the last podcast, you were talking about your um, coaching Mm -hmm. that you're doing right now and how, you were posed the question like, well, is that a problem everyone has, you know, or is that, uh, you know, or is that like, a, is that a thing? Yeah. Like, and then you went and Googled. Right. And you're like, oh, turns out it's not a thing. Maybe that's not a thing. Yeah. So the problem, how you're phrasing it here, the problem is yeah. what is the problem like you're trying to solve right. for your clients? And then the, the question that destroyed me to follow up was, do they know it's a problem? Are they willing to pay to fix it? Right. And so that that is a good first question to ask. And I'm sorry if it destroys you. It did me too for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and like it, you know, just to like, let's just, let's go look, right? Like, so. Do if, the Google. You know, so if we Google, like, and I don't know if I'm Googling the right thing currently. I might have to change this a little bit, but real estate. Secu- yeah. Okay. So here we go. Real estate security services. Um you know, so a lot of this now, a lot of this that I'm finding right now is more kind of like commercial mm-hmm. and it's like full-time security, like 24 mm-hmm. seven type of stuff. Um, I think what I understand, cause I've talked to David, uh, separately from the question, like what I understand that he's doing is more so like, you know, going into maybe like homes that are listed ahead of time, you know, making sure everything's safe and, you know, I don't know, squatters, things like mm-hmm, that aren't, mm-hmm. aren't present, that type, type of thing. Um, I'm not seeing a whole lot of like that specifically right. coming up. And so, you know, I guess the first question that like I would ask David, and obviously he's not here to answer these questions. So it makes it a little more difficult, but mm-hmm. like, you know, have you, are there, have you seen this happening other places? Like mm-hmm. are other people offering this service? Um, that kind of a thing. And that way, you know, you can really kind of understand, uh, is this a thing, right? Yeah. That um, that number one, do I have competition? Right. 
because that's good to know because it's good to look at what your competition is doing and Mm -hmm. say, what are they offering? How much is it costing? All those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Also, if there's no competition, it may not be a problem that needs solved. Right. And that's kind of what you've figured out. Yeah. That's what I was directly told, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For one of my one of my searchings. And I think even to to just like reframe even what you're saying. Yeah. Is the competition can also become your cohort in a way. Mm, So if you can find those people especially if there's a a lot of other one-man security businesses in the world, then you can become a referral. And so that's one way to get clients as well is is if you find somebody who's really successful, then chances are they're going to get double booked at some point and you can be a quick reference that you can be given. So that would, I mean, because too, a huge part of this answer is it depends on the industry, how you gain your clients finding people in your industry who are doing it successfully will become hugely, hugely important for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, I've had that, like that, what you just brought up of, of making connections within your industry Mm -hmm. and not being afraid of them being quote unquote competition, like making those connections. Like I've had people who technically from a exterior perspective, are competition Mm -hmm. who, have called me and been like, Hey, are you available on this day to help me with this? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've done the same thing mm-hmm. technically where I've gone to them and said, Hey, I need help with X. Or do you know someone who could do this? Because I got this call and I, that's just not up my alley. Yeah. Like, do you know someone who could do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that is, that is a great way to start is to look at number one, are the, do these things exist? Mm-hmm. Because if they exist, great. Then you are solving a problem mm-hmm. that people need solved. Um, if they don't exist, then maybe what is there? Is there something adjacent to that? Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's kind of the direction you went yeah. in a sense. Like yeah. you were kind of heading in one direction. And it's like, well, what's adjacent to that? That maybe feels more me or more mm-hmm. like something that people do actually like Google. Like, yeah. You know, how do I? handle my deconstruction you know or something you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um in your case but yeah and then also making connections with those people Mm -hmm. that you find because they can become referral sources Mm -hmm. and that's one way to get a client yeah is a referral source Mm -hmm. so that's one way um one thing i'll touch on real quick that was brought up in a group that i've been in they had a guest person come on and they brought him on because they wanted us to see a different model Mm-hmm. And that model is basically uh, high, um, b- basically lower prices, higher volume. Mm-hmm. So that's another way to think about how you might gain a client is like if you offer something at a price that somebody can really can't say no to, mm-hmm. you know, they see like what you're offering and they're like, huh, that's a, a lot of value for that price. Yeah. Um, then they're much more likely to buy it at the same time you have to understand that that is going to mean you have to have a high volume Mm -hmm. in order to actually have revenue Mm -hmm. you know have profit uh in order to have the profit come in so wanted to throw that out there i'm not sure that this is the best case study for something like that it might be it might be because it just depends on how many listings you can yeah get to in a day and it would be probably establishing what you do and then not reinventing the wheel every single time so 
it would, yeah. it would probably, if you went that way, you would have to be more rigid in that. No, I can't do an hour and 15 minutes for you. I can only stick to my hour. Right. Or if you'd like more time, you can then buy the two hour package yep. because I'm not offering, you know, 25 minute increments or whatever. Right. Um, so I think that's probably where that comes in. Yeah. Just being really, that, that would be a more rigid. Yeah. You have to have a set offering. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be a per client mm-hmm. decision on what you're going to include, mm-hmm. you know? And, and for something like this, that sounds like it could be a possibility. Like you could say, you know, uh, you know, you come in and do a sweep 30 minutes mm-hmm. ahead of time and mm-hmm. you do a sweep 30 minute, you know, the half an hour after. And like, that's an hour package, mm-hmm. you know, on either side of the, the showing or whatever. And then, you know, you charge for that hour. Yeah. Um, so that could be a possibility. And then having add-ons, mm-hmm. you know, things that you can add on to that so that, you know, there's a possibility that someone might invest more, you know, if they find that va- there's a value there. Uh, that's another way to do it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these, I think, like we're, we're approaching it a little bit from what are you offering mm-hmm. versus like how do you find a client? Because if you just go out and start calling people, Right. Without an understanding of what you're offering or mm-hmm. the value that you're bringing, mm-hmm. then they're not going to, you can make as many calls yeah. as you want and they're not going to buy it. It kind of sounds like, hey, I'm another person you could give her money to. Yeah. And yeah. we're all tired of hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's, that's a consistent, like it goes, it goes to kind of the first thing that we were addressing is like, number one, like what's the problem that mm-hmm. you're solving? Number two, how are you specifically solving it? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your answer to the problem? How's it different from other people? What does that look like? Like, what actual value are people getting from the money that they pay you? So I think that those are two kind of essential questions to ask mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of like the broader practicalities to move forward a little bit would be to... to because it's a very local physical service you have to be present yeah yeah you have to be in the space that means local is going to be important and local connections are going to be important so once you've defined your problem how you solve the problem if you're going to offer packages or not um showing up with that clear problem outlined yeah to a place of business that can benefit from your services yeah in a non-pushy i'm here to serve kind of way yep. where you can leave something behind I think would be hugely important something that can sit on a desk people can pay attention to after you've left because chances are you're going to walk into a busy office if you're cold calling they're not going to have time to think about you and actually if they can if they can actually pay you in that moment they don't have time to spare most likely if you're cold calling right so if there's something you can leave behind that would be super beneficial um, and then once you do get your first client referrals and testimonials especially for the security line of work seem invaluable yeah you know if i'm going to trust you with an asset and with my safety Mm -hmm. i want to know that you're trustworthy and i don't know that just by looking at you yeah um i need to hear it from other people who have trusted you and gain this benefit to you so it's hard before you've gotten a client because you don't have the testimonials it's kind of like when you come out of school and you're trying to apply for entry-level jobs and all the entry-level jobs are like, you have to have three years of experience. Um, yeah. It's like, how does one do that? Um, but 
I think that is really important. And then to offer referral, referral discounts or bonuses of some kind so yeah. that you have recurring clients because I can see this being a space where you have clients who come back to you. 100%, yeah. And they get something for for doing the work of marketing for you. Yeah. That seems also like it would be super that's, beneficial. That's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I'm sorry. I am searching for something right now that I feel like would be just a good thing to throw in here. Basically, um, there's a there's a video creator I follow. Well, he's a, he's tur- kind of turned in himself into like a, a, a full on like creator for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's basically been featuring different creators and how the frameworks they use for their businesses. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool. I mean, it's That's all, cool. it's all free. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really cool. Um, and some of the things that he's been sharing have been really interesting and I wanted to find this really quickly and I'm searching as fast as I can, but basically, so um, there's a videographer that he had talked to that he, he mentions kind of like these three areas that, um, are kind of essential for how he does business with people. Mm-hmm. And part of it, and, and I'll, I'll keep looking, but part of it is like, you have to earn their trust, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, like people aren't just going to hand you money right? because you say you can do something, right? Like you have to show them what you can do. Mm-hmm. And so it could mean offering something for free, like mm-hmm. something of value for free is going to convince one time, right, right. one time is potentially going to convince them that you're trustworthy. Mm-hmm. It could, it may not, but mm-hmm. it could. And so finding a way to build trust with whoever it is that you are approaching, whoever your audience is for your service, how can you build trust with that audience? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe it's your background. Like, so in, in this case, like you have, a, if you have a security background, if that's the industry that you've been in for a while, mm-hmm. well then start to tell people about that. Mm-hmm. Like what in, like, in what ways have you been involved in security? What have you protected? Mm-hmm. You know, what certifications or licenses do you have in order to do things like this? Mm-hmm. Like, so those are some of the things that you want to do. But then you also want to make it so that they understand that you understand that they're human. Mm-hmm. Like that they're not just interested in your certificates. Mm-hmm. Like they're interested in the person you are yeah. and how you're going to treat them and their clients and their property. Mm-hmm. And so what can you do to show them that you're trustworthy, to show them that you're going to bring the value that you say that you're going to bring? I'll keep looking if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking too, as you were saying that, that means that you have to take your, because every industry has lingo. Mm, That's good. We all have lingo and it is indistinguishable to other industries. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, John, don't come talking to me about, you know, all your lighting shenanigans, ISOs and <laughs> F-stops. And I don't know any of Oh, I do because I've been a little bit in those industries before. Now. But nobody, yeah. but the client that you're serving isn't going to care about your frame rate. Right. Um, most cases. Right. So the same thing would apply here. Um, the good security words might make you look smart, but they make you unrelatable. <laughs> Yeah. So you need to start coming in speaking the language of the people you want to serve. Yep. So start learning 
what are the words, what is the lingo, what is the value of the industry you're trying to serve, of the people you're trying to serve, and you take your language and then you shift it to fit their language. Yeah. And so if you're not doing that, if you're just coming in like, well, I do, you know, I don't know security words, so I'm just going to make up a lot of nonsense. I come in and I take, you know, my eagle eye uh overhead and then after that we go down to the ground level slither and make sure that all the walls are are (laughs) affirmed and i don't know any of that but if you come in and talk to me like a real estate you know this is a this is an asset that you now have and that is a potential for your profit and you don't want to make you want to make sure there's not squatters and you're sending in real estate agents who are female and don't want to chase people out or raccoons like oh my gosh yeah um my sister's sister-in-law she always tells stories about chasing like random animals out of properties yeah which i think is kind of funny yeah or like having to climb through a window because the lockbox wasn't working or somebody didn't put the key in last time yeah things like that so you can find stories that realtors have about this stuff and then you can say here's how i solve that problem Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. have to speak their language yeah otherwise you're just a lingo machine yeah you have to speak their language i I like what you i like what you said about how like you have to like kind of adjust your language to their language Mm -hmm. because because they want you to be the expert right in what you do because they're not Mm -hmm. but you have to some in in some way you have to help them understand that you're the expert in that mm-hmm. while also finding a way to connect it to what they're an expert in. Right. Because yeah, exactly. Like for example, did a shoot the other day mm-hmm. with the PR person. I'm not going to tell them what I'm shoot like what frame rate I'm shooting yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that, right? But I did mention you know, because like somebody, so in this case, they had somebody who was going to edit. I was just shooting. Mm-hmm. And um, and so in this case, you know, they're asking me questions about the B-roll that we're shooting and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to give you as much as I can. And it's like, and also I'm shooting everything so it can be used in slow motion. Mm-hmm. That's all I said. Mm-hmm. She knows what slow motion means. Right. She didn't need to know I was shooting at 60 frames per second because then you can slow it down 40% and it'd be in slow motion. Yeah. Like, (laughs) she didn't need to know that. If you would have said that, you would have sounded like a total douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, ma'am. I'm shooting here at 60 frames per second, which means you can slow it down at 40%. Yeah. 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 No. So, anyways, (laughs) all that to say is just you you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't gain trust by being a lingo machine yeah you don't, right you don't gain trust by sounding smart you right. gain trust by being smart showing people you you're giving them the value that mm-hmm. they they deserve mm-hmm. and so um yeah okay okay uh sorry i feel like I, my brain is swirling a little bit because i was looking for something i couldn't find it but yeah. um where are we <laughs> show notes well we're about 23 ish minutes in which yeah. is going to be about the length of a hot seat yeah and so i do feel like this gives a good overview into if we were you which we're not and we and we both have come up the same you know we're we're not in the security industry we don't plan to go into it right however based on our understanding of marketing and gaining clients and the things that we've learned ourselves these are kind of the basic steps we would take to get started yeah so i think also when we get to 
to the end of one of these. It's like reiterating some, some next steps Mm -hmm. and some things that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. So number one is the problem a problem. Mm -hmm. Like go do the research. Are you solving a problem with what this idea that you have? Mm -hmm. Number two, uh, once you have defined whether that problem is in fact a problem, what's your unique solution to the problem? Mm -hmm. What's your, what's the way you go about it? What's your offer? What's the value you're giving people for the money that they're going to pay you? Mm -hmm. Um, and then third is how do you demonstrate and gain trust Mm -hmm. from the people that you are from the audience that you're trying to address? Mm -hmm. How do you go about demonstrating to them that you are the expert and you know what you're doing, but that you also understand their problem that mm-hmm. you have a unique solution and that you're willing to talk with them on their level about it mm-hmm. so and how do you how do you go about doing that mm-hmm. is it something free is it a discounted rate the first time mm-hmm. you know that kind of a thing or or is it your background is it your authority that you bring along with you because you've been in security for 20 years mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. so i think those are kind of the three things yeah. that we touched on and i think the bonus would be find somebody else to yeah, 100%. to connect with who's already doing this referral business mm-hmm. is far and away the highest converting business that's true for me yeah i think it is for most people mm-hmm. most people will gain trust in you mm-hmm. because someone else told them that you did a good job yeah so if you can have people who will refer you mm-hmm then that to me is the best way to gain a business that will actually mm-hmm. pay you money. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And that means buddying up with competition. Yeah. And not seeing them as competition, seeing them as a, as a it, companion. Oh yeah. And it could mean, it could mean you spend a week mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. going and doing what they do. Maybe even for nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. you may you may have to go and not be paid yeah. and just say, hey, can I tag along for the next five visits or mm-hmm. whatever it is to see how you do this? Right. Um, because probably that company doesn't see you. If you're going to approach it that way, that company doesn't see you as a threat. Mm-hmm. They see you as someone who's learning, mm-hmm. who wants to be a part of this same industry. Right. But especially if you can walk in and say, this is the problem I see. I don't see anyone else addressing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, number one, is it a problem? You can ask them. Right. Number two, uh, can you help me, mm-hmm. you know, kind of address this problem? Yeah. Because I don't see you guys doing that. Is it something that you'd be willing to help me do? Yeah. Um, so I that's think that's good. good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Well, David, I hope this helps. Yeah. Um, and for all of you listening, if this kind of talk <laughs> I don't know. processing Th- there we go problem solving um, yeah. I clearly i've used all my brain cells for that's the okay. actual advice portion yeah, yeah that's okay if this sounds good and you have questions like this that you just want to hear and here's one thing for me there are sometimes questions that i have that i know the answers to but i need somebody else to see how the answer fits for me yeah 100%. Um, it's so much harder even as you know, I've done marketing and communications and social media and like yeah. trying to gain new people for years. And yeah. when I think about it with my own business, 
I'm like, and I need somebody else to see the potential for me. Yeah. Even though I know the basic principles, even though I've read the books, I've done the course, whatever. I need somebody to come in with fresh, with a fresh eye, say, here's the thing that you could do now. Yeah. And so I think that's a huge benefit for work like a nine. If you find yourself in that space, I know the things, I know the things I should be doing. I'm still stuck here. Yeah. This is what a hot seat is going to be super great for. Yeah, because it's just a it's a different perspective and have you tried, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I see this differently than you do, so have you tried, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's super valuable. I know from the group that I've been in that it has been business. Like I, I think I can confidently say, like business changing for me mm-hmm. to hear somebody else speak into it mm-hmm. and say but have you tried? Yeah. It's like, Oh no. Yeah. Wow. Okay. For me, it's been, why are you discounting that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's, that's really good. A big, big part of it. Yeah. Um, that's great. And I do hope one thing that will be different between our role play here in the podcast yeah. and a real life hot seat is John and I will be able to ask more clarifying questions. Yeah. And get feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Which I think sometimes even just, as a coach, I definitely know this. Asking questions can offer more answers than offering answers can. Yeah. Sometimes, so there will definitely be a good balance of asking questions and then offering offering a potential solution yeah. to you. That this particular setup obviously did not have that right. capacity. We couldn't clarify. Yeah. 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 So that's okay. Sure. But that's okay. Because this is a podcast, not a working group. <laughs> right. That's why there's two different things. Yes, and this one is free and the other one is not. Yeah, yeah. So So on that note, feel free to join us. Yeah. For work like a nine. Okay, uh, you can come. sign up on entrepreneurs.com. Uh, it's nine dollars a month. Uh, you'll see all the information there. We've tried to kind of explain how everything's gonna be broken down, how a normal meeting's gonna work, all that kind of a thing. It's not too late. Yeah. To sign up. We had our first group. Yes. But it's not too late. Yeah. So feel free to join us. Uh, we also have a Voxer group uh, mm-hmm. where we're going to be just allowing the conversation to continue mm-hmm. outside of our, our one hour time during the month. So um, that'll be a lot of fun, I think, mm-hmm. to have some space outside of the group to, to continue to get to know each other, throw some ideas out, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, entrepreneurs.com mm-hmm. to join us. Yep, $9 a month. You can join whenever. Yeah. And then you can leave another whenever. And then you can come back whenever. Yeah. That's kind of the model we're going for for now. Yeah. So Super invite cool. your friend along and you guys can come together as a pair and it'll be great. You'll have a buddy. I'll have a buddy. <laughs> and then we'll all be buddies. And, and then... Yeah. And your buddy group will be bigger. <laughs> Man. In the meantime, uh, leave us a rating and review yeah. so other people can find us. Um, and oh, you can find us on the internet. Um, obviously, entrepreneurs.com is where we are all the time. But in the show notes, Boom. you can find our um, individual businesses as well yeah. as some links to things that we mentioned. John will actually find the thing he was trying so hard to find. Well, I know that I know the website, so yeah. we'll put the we'll, I, we'll put the website on. I couldn't mm-hmm. find the specific example that I was trying to hunt for, but. Um, I know the website. Yeah, we can we'll put that on it. there. It's it's more creator video centric kind of a, a site, but I think there's a lot of value there for any business person because yep. it's just it's how people are building frameworks within their businesses. So mm-hmm. we'll put it on there. Yeah. 
anyway, in the meantime, join us for Work Like a Nine Boom. and um, tell your friends and we will see you guys next time. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Bye.